0: Good afternoon. Good afternoon. We are here, and once again, it is our great pleasure to be in your reality. Today is a special day, and in that regard, we are going to transmit some special energies. Those of you who are here uh, to participate in person at a moon afternoon are going to be well rewarded. So that is good. And those of you out there in Mystery Land listening into some version of the future, you too will be rewarded, although a bit differently. Uh, tomorrow, <clears throat> the sun is on the Pleiades. And tomorrow is May 18, our channeling anniversary. Tomorrow is also a new moon. All of this combines to create a great amount of energy, energy that is yours to spend, energy that can boost you up and give you a great dose of life fulfillment, of accomplishment, of reward, of gifting and so uh, it is our pleasure to be able to boost this energy for you and to uh, give you a, let's say, extra beneficent doses of powerful life-enhancing and life-changing energies. That said, we are here for another moon afternoon. Uh, to explore unexplained mysteries, that is the title of our uh, course of discovery for this year, Exploring Unexplained Mysteries, of which there are no shortage, and the underlying theme is cosmic connections between ancient worlds and modern times. And many unexplored and unexplained mysteries can be explained or at least understood when one changes one's uh, beliefs and one's perspectives on reality. Beliefs, of course, can liberate you. They can lock you in. Beliefs are the shape of how you expect reality to take hold. Beliefs are agreements. Beliefs are taken for granted so that they can appear to be facts. And There is a fine line of separation. What is indeed a fact? People can be so caught up in their beliefs or their perspectives about reality, that as factual events or realities unfold before them, they refuse to see what is before their eyes, because beliefs can be like blinders, and perspectives, uh, let's say, are colored by what you expect reality to conform to. The change over years from 2013 through 2027 are proving to be quite confounding for all of humankind. There seems to be a general state of confusion among many people. Their beliefs are in diametric Opposition to the data that is being presented throughout the world, evidence as you would call it. Sometimes, when people see something counter to their beliefs, they have a eureka moment. The light bulb goes off in their head. Many of you wish that would happen to your loved ones, uh, to mm-hmm. your friends. Uh, you wish that uh, there we would shed some old beliefs and. Uh, get a new perception. Now perception is everything. Perception is different than perspectives and beliefs. Perception is the ability to truly note What is going on around one? Phenomena, regular events? So perception is the liberating factor, and people are perceiving more and more unusual things all of the time. This is contributing to the scrambling, the unraveling, And most important, the uh, mental insecurity that is rising uh, very rapidly among people all over the world. Sometimes you hear things on the news and people seem to be doing crazier and crazier things. Uh, Some people say it is as if demons have taken over the world. That's not far from the truth. You have really been dealing with uh, lots of entities from the astral realms who are slipping and sliding into humans and affecting their behavior. This is a give up and the rise in craziness and people doing unconscionable activities is absolutely uh, growing in great numbers. Another issue is the recalcitrant uh, behavior of people, meaning that uh, you're back to the late 60s once again when people are not going to obey, they want to rebel, they want to speak out, they are angry, they want to blame someone else for all of their problems. This reverts back to uh, mental unrest mental uh, instability and then there is the rising issue of people literally becoming sick in the physical body from the type of nutrition or lack of nutrition that they are taking in and even some of your most uh, supposedly nutritious foods uh, are suspect so there's unrest there is distrust There is uh, Hillary Clinton now coming on the scene, claiming she wants to be the champion, her word of course, for the regular human. You know what a champion is? It is someone who takes up the fight for another. If a king or a personage of high position was challenged at one time, to some sort of battle or joust. That king perhaps may not get on the horse himself or go into battle, but would assign a champion. And the champion would be in lieu of someone else. And they would be the fighter. So Hillary wants to be the champion for the common American. Hillary, who does not drive a car, hasn't driven a car in decades, allegedly, Hillary who has somewhat of a drinking problem and uh, has a secret sexual life, and Hillary who uh, charges two hundred or three hundred thousand dollars for her one hour and one hour and one half pep talks. Perception, perspectives, beliefs, or out-and-out propaganda? The question is this, how long is it that people will continue to be suppressed and fleeced and hold it in? And how long will you have a a, a mainstream media reporting on things that are completely and totally irrelevant? The change over years are defined as breaking down the system that has been sold to you in every aspect of being. Our focus is to help you understand that you are a product of cosmic connections. You live on Earth, but your roots actually are in the stars. And all of this type of information, as heretical as it may sound, uh, is coming to the forefront of human awareness and world leaders are looking a bit worn out even mr obama is looking rather strained these days it is because the pressure of deceit and the pressure of incoming events is growing in greater and greater proportion the unexplained mysteries are starting to make sense. They are starting to be explainable. Things that were left on the planet for tens of thousands of years are now suddenly seen as an important piece of Earth's cosmic puzzle understanding that visitors from long ago uh, have always felt they have owned earth. We have been presenting the idea to you that you are a colony of uh, the Anunnaki overlords and uh, they are having uh, problems uh, here on earth because of certain time triggers that are being released and they are having problems within their empire per se uh, because of the deceit and the tyrannical nature of their feudal systems. You know, the ideal of rulership is to have an enlightened rulership, a person or personages at the top that are so psychically connected, They feel what the people are thinking and they look after the well-being of those that they are to watch over. This is a projection, of course, of what some would call God, which unexplained mysteries are starting to, as we said, be more explained in modern terms. Perceptions are growing clues from one part of the world to the other are beginning to make sense. This afternoon we will explore some of these clues. The continuous sightings that are seen, the drones that are showing up everywhere in terms of balls of light, the large craft and objects, and more important, what's coming out of the ground. Many people have been focused on looking up, looking up. Yet, uh, we believe a class or two ago, George was reporting about uh, the booms that were being heard around the world, particularly in San Francisco area. Some project that uh, these booms are about uh, Earth uh, grinding away at its metallic core. Uh, others project, uh, with a little more sense, that uh, the underworld is quite busy. We'd like to talk about the underworld this afternoon, among other topics, of course, and about what's coming out of the ground. A number of years ago, going on perhaps now 20, there was stories about, or there were stories, about giants, large creatures with bright red carrot top hair, uh, appearing in the Middle East. And it was rather disconcerting, and uh, these creatures uh, were coming out of uh, various openings in the ground, and uh, there were captures at this time of beings, giant beings, ferocious, uh, that were anywhere from 10 to 15 feet in height. This, of course, would be quite astounding for any of you regular-sized humans to encounter someone 10 to 15 feet in height. Yet the history of the planet is well-seasoned with these kinds of stories, and this is not simply in foreign countries or remote places around the world. This is here also in the U.S. of A. So, while things were happening in the Middle East, these the bombings, etc. You had uh, shock and awe. George Bush I invasion of, uh, of the Middle East, then ten years later, plus a few George Bush II invasion of the Middle East, and now you have Jeb Bush, uh, uh, third one in perhaps a dynasty, uh, vying for a nominee role. There are stories, you know, about uh, people's origins, the Bushes in particular, Uh, that they have uh, allegedly come from the inner earth. That is a bit of tidbit here and there, but uh, it's up to you humans to use your perceptions and to put the pieces together based on what your guides and what your life teaches you. Life is a lesson in awareness. And we bid each of you to make a greater investment in your awareness because it is your awareness that changes the direction of the present towards a more life-fulfilling future. Remember that. The more you are willing to know and to be aware, the more life can reward you with support for that awareness. Now, things are reaching a boiling point that is to put it mildly we have suggested that the year 2015 is going to be full of some wows these wows will be external events they will be internal events whenever you see an acceleration outside of yourself and you see things starting to get discombobulated It is a sign that things are further moving towards collapse, and if you take a moment to clear your mind, ground yourself, dropping a grounding cord down to the center of the earth, aligning your chakras simply by picturing the colors, and checking your aura, making a nice, strong, vibrant aura. These three simple keys demonstrate that you are aware enough to manage your energy field this is probably the greatest test that all of humankind is experiencing just now you are all watched all of the time you are watched by guides yes your own many of whom are deceased relatives who are assigned to work with you, some of whom are other versions of yourself that have not incarnated, or mentors or teachers from other lifetimes. You are watched by beings who need no technology to read your energy field. They know by the vibration that your aura and your DNA exudes exactly where your perceptions are. Then you are surveilled by earth-based or earth-originated satellites, uh, craft that are put up in space uh, so that um, Everything about you can be monitored in the USA. There is an extreme drive To Have the internet the world wide web the nets so to speak Pull you in every aspect of life is monitored Some people are very excited about this They are the machine riders Those who purposely incarnated onto Earth to be receptive to a constantly monitored and surveilled society. Today you have the big issue now where police people are going to all be wearing cameras to make certain that they don't misbehave or to make certain that there's no discrepancy between they said, we said, he said, etc. And people tend to agree, oh, this is going to be a lot better. We're going to keep track on who's saying what exactly. And there goes the game. You are racing towards a type of society where everything is photographed all of the time. Just like it was produced to you or presented to you in the early 90s in a movie, a show called, about some fellow. He was living in an artificial world there and starring Jim the Carrey. The
1: Truman Show. The Truman, Truman show.
0: show, yes, yeah. exactly. And then we said it's going to be a show called Earth. Well, that was 20 years ago. Now it is a show called Earth because there are many beings watching you. Again, on the guide level, On the Watchers level, remember the Bible and some of the old literature talks about the Watchers. Who are the Watchers? Some believe they are the Nephilim. Some believe they are the angels who tend to be a police force uh, for the Anunnaki's. uh, Those who come and go to Earth and report to other dimensions. And so uh, you are challenged, friends, to Expand your perceptions So that others will do the same There's a reason for all this watching There's a reason for all this statistical gathering and uh, Projections has nothing to do with Advertisements or marketing although that is the bill of goods that is sold to you You are as we said on the verge Closer than close to frying or flying? Yes, flying or frying. Which way will it go? It will go both ways, of course, because there is not one future. There are many, and they are based on what you notice and what you put together in the inner ahas that you have that then strengthen your DNA and demonstrate that you are a wandering, thinking being. When we were in China, there was a garden. It was called the Garden of the Nets and it was given uh, in honor of a fisherman who had saved a child of an emperor. And the Garden of the Nets was set out to be a place of serenity and beauty. And long ago, it was only the emperor who could have beautiful gardens. And Today, it's hard pressed to find uh, people of uh, regular stature having beautiful gardens or in China. In America, this is gardening season. and Many of you are taking tremendous joy in land ownership and the property that you have and the beauty that you make. When you make beauty, when you build beauty, when you construct with beauty, so that the eye rests upon beauty and you do it incorporating the properties of nature you automatically enhance your consciousness. When you live in disarray, in ugliness, in pollution, in clutter, then the energy becomes stagnant. So now, everyone in the room and out there in mystery land, just give a thought to the places that you have created that have beauty. of flowers, the colors that are arranged properly, plants in a beautiful place, perhaps your backyard, your porch, your patio, perhaps a vista out the window. And then think of the areas in life that are stagnant, the piles of unattended clutter. And then imagine a pool where the water's all dirty, oil covers it and it's murky, weird creatures in it, it's a bit smelly, not a good picture is it? That's what your clutter creates, it creates a stagnancy, when the energy can't move, then things start to grow into decay. 2015, the year will face either enhancing beauty or great stagnancy. We ask each of you to look in your life to see where you are stagnant and where you are making beauty. To continue with the beauty because it enhances your perceptions and your psychic awareness. And it sends off a very powerful signal within your DNA, one of responsibility and one of an investment in your awareness. You see, when you get out of your thinking mind and you start doing, you are more in tune with what needs to be done. When you get into the thinking mind, you want to control the situation. And of course, the thinking mind is necessary to accomplish certain things. Today, people don't know what to think. They are so busy they don't stop to enjoy life and to make beauty. This is the big conundrum that humankind is facing. Something big is brewing to come down this year to alleviate the pressure. And each of you can help alleviate that pressure by taking greater charge of your own life and by enhancing your perceptions of what is in the ether, what is in the air. All right, that's our delivery. We have much more to say but uh, we'll give you a chance to respond, to give examples, to share some of your stories, and of course to ask us questions, to further explain some of the mysteries that are going to pop out of the ground and pop out of the heavens. So, that said, let's explore a delicious Pleiadian-oriented May 17th moon afternoon. Who would like to begin, please? George Ward, will start with you. Okay, good, I have <laughs> good. We were reading the vibrations then. And everyone's laughing because they're going, all right, good. That's always, they're happy when you start, George.
2: All um, right. So just recently, uh, it came up when I went online, uh, our homepage, and it was a story, uh, and I didn't read, I just read the headline. Uh, so I really didn't read about it, but basically it was that uh, Antarctica is is thawing much faster than they thought. So that's speeding up, and they're, they're even saying that within our lifetime, it could be completely thawed out, like there would be no, no ice covering over Antarctica.
0: Interesting, and because uh, every week or two, uh, there's something new about Antarctica. Uh, every week, it's about space. Every day, actually, they're dropping some new tidbit about space there's a rush. Antarctica, yes, uh, we will say that in some capacity, we know we've been testing you on what global warming climate change really means. And of course, we talked about depopulation and um, uh, the presence of Niburu. But when we were speaking about being surveilled, which is important to understand that the Anunnaki They may have withdrawn a large presence from the surface of the planet and left their surrogates here as kings and queens and popes and presidents and some such, Uh, but they have left machineries under the earth and in the heavens. And with their pending return and fight over the family dynasties and the location of artifacts, which has been going on in the Middle East for 20 years, uh, they, it appears, are greatly invested in getting to what's under the ice. And they certainly have technology to create global warming and change your weather patterns and melt ice. Please continue. So that's what I
2: thought, It's, it's, it's terraforming, but it's to get to first or get to that so that they can control of uh, controlled information about what what actually is found as things go out there. But also is there or are there could could it be that there are underground, that's a major area of underground activity.
0: Absolutely yeah. positively. This is why Uh, every country in the world, it's an exaggeration, that would be too many, but uh, uh, so many have planted flags there. And of course, uh, Hitler and his Nazis um, were, as we said, the Last Moon Musings class, they claimed to be working with supermen. Giant, tall, blonde-headed beings. Notice that there are blonde giants, and then there are the... Red. Redhead. Redhead. carrot giants. Yes. Now, the Antarctica, what better way to hide something than to cover it in ice? Yes? Yes.
2: Yeah. So could it be that it's not what we think, that, that that's actually been a controlled um, pattern to keep ice? Over that continent? Yes. It's the polar caps.
0: Good. It is our intention that everyone's little beanie really swirls today and goes to a higher level. Now, it's important to understand that a career builder and career achievements uh, within the Anunnaki are, are vast. They are impeccable builders they know how to construct moons they know how to construct worlds in China for example they in, we see China as Enki's territory Enki being the dragon or the serpent and of course China having its oldest allegiances to the dragon, Enki's job was an engineer, premier engineer, to literally move mountains, to uncover the earth, to find gold, etc., and to make certain that this these mining expeditions for gold and uh, the precious and semi-precious stones uh, were carried out. His secondary plans were of course engineer in terms of uh, helping to orchestrate the biogenetic changes of the living library, construct humans. Uh, this is with his sister's help, etc. She being a uh, ninma of the uh, biological uh, fields. So the Anunnaki under Enki know how to build, They know how to build out of stone. They know how to move water. They know how to move mountains. In China, for example, they were taught, the emperors, that they had to have a mountain behind them and water in front of them. That would be the most auspicious layout of the land. And if this did not exist, no problem. (laughs) Even in the last thousand years, big holes were dug. And how do you think they were dug? By hand with shovels. And huge amounts of earth were moved to build a mountain. And then in the hole, water was filled. You see this all over China. and This is only in modern times. In ancient times the Anunnaki literally would dig a hole and build a huge mountain and the water would face south and the mountain would be behind them to the north so there's no project that you can imagine that would be impossible for the Anunnaki to build and They have left this builder-worker buzz programmed in the Chinese people, even so that today it can be activated. The people in North America are self-selected. Your ancestors migrated here. You have very few indigenous people still left in this country. And the giants have been wiped out from the surface and they have retreated uh, to the underworlds. So uh, the people that migrate to North America are not builders. They are not give us any project. We will build a bridge to the moon. The Chinese will. They will build an elevator to the moon. It does not seem impossible to them at all. To the Americans, that's not their goal. The American goal and the American code within the DNA is to draw all of the people who have the DNA that has a potential to think in terms of freedom. That freedom may be freedom from religion. It may be freedom from tyrannical governments. It may be people moving to the West Coast to get away from the stifling East Coast, etc. And there's maybe people like you who have the freedom to be heretics, to question and to think. This freedom will be born out of this country. Now, back to what George is perceiving. The, there are things buried under Antarctica, and there are villages and even way down there are thermal springs. So, there have always been a contingency of beings who were left there to guard certain things. Sometimes these beings could take physical shape, sometimes they were dimensional. This happens all over the world, you know, where forces are imbued or called upon to guard something. And if something is invaded or interfered with uh, before the correct timing, uh, those who are left to guard, um, they take care of things or they send a signal to someone else. So Antarctica appears to be, from some point of view, it's called the underworld. And it was one of Enki's sons, or perhaps daughters, uh, who was it, Erish Kegel, we believe, who was put in charge of this underworld. And it was big project. Big, big things were located there. And uh, the Anunnaki lost control of the planet um, long ago, 13,000 years ago, and their Antarctic project when it is said that the ice cap sort of slipped and melted and uh, created a big flood, but uh, the key to remember is what happened after the flood waters retreated. And it is important to understand when you're talking about flood that never was the whole world underwater all at the same time. That's very important to remember. Certain areas of lower land were underwater uh, and some areas uh, have been sealed (coughs) off. Some areas are built with openings. Please, if you are going to cough, cover your mouth so that the uh, harsh coughing does not show up on the CD. Thank you, please, for coughers. So uh, all of this is part of the pressure that is being put on world leaders today. Uh, that the leaks and the 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 facade, the the structure that has held history in place for a few thousand years is coming apart at the seams. This is why the disclosures, the reportings uh, on uh, Antarctica, the Moon, Mars and uh, soon you will hear more and more reports about things that are coming out of the ground. What else, George?
2: Well, I just had the, the, the question there about could it be a controlled thing? Because when you look at other planets in our solar system, well, Mars, Mars is the one that's most obvious, their, their ice caps are seasonal. They're, they're not like always in a frozen state. There's very little water. It's a different situation. There's a lot more water on our planet that could be it, but it seems like that it could be that there's a that, that was designed to have this cold to keep people away. It's a hard, such a harsh you no. Know,
0: Absolutely, culture. and remember, it is called Antarctica, so ah. you have an on ah. ah in there. And another important uh, point of consideration is that Enki, one of the two brothers there, Lil and Enki, Enki's uh, territory was Africa. And he sent one of his children down there to be in South Africa and then be close to Antarctica. And it is reported that when the planet Nibiru enters your system, it enters from the south so that would then having something at the South Pole region would give uh, the greatest warning the greatest control and the let's say first landing pad of uh, the Anunnaki now there's a few other points of consideration unexplained mysteries here's a modern one the people of the US are up in arms about uh, military exercises that are going to uh, take place or are beginning to take place uh, in the southwest region of the USA. Uh, They are called... uh, Jade Helm. What is it?
3: Jade Helm.
0: Jade Helm 15 or something. And uh, we would say that it's not so much (laughs) about wanting to control the politics of various states. That is a cover story. Remember, the media likes to play uh, Republicans against Democrats, and that takes up a lot of flack and a lot of, of um, story coverage, and it acts as great camouflage for anything else that is too outrageous to consider. The southwest of the USA has White Sands Missile Monument. It has the first atomic uh, blast site, Trinity site. You have uh, Carlsbad Caverns. You have the large areas of New Mexico that are off bounds for uh, US citizens. You have tremendous amount of national park land, federal land, uh, etc. You have stories from native peoples. Many stories about ant people uh, who live in the ground. This is from the Hopi, and then you have many other stories uh, that date far back about giants, uh, races of giants, cannibals uh, who allegedly attacked many of the tribes, the Paiutes, the Anasazis, the Apaches, etc. You know, history does have its own cycles. And you know, just as the seasons come around again, every summer is different from the previous summer, but uh, summer is summer, and uh, cycles are cycles, and they bring up certain issues. Certain energies are more prevalent from one cycle to another. This is the whole premise of understanding uh, astrology. It looks to us as if Jade Helm is uh, not so much oriented towards what you call it when you take away people's rights and you arrest them
2: civil unrest
0: or civil unrest martial law. Law. law very good <laughs> it's not so much about pending martial law and FEMA camps and things of this nature. Although this is an issue and it will certainly become a larger and larger issue, the recalcitrant behavior of people rebelling and not listening, but part of that is also mental instability because of the lies and the deceit that people intuitively know are being said, but they don't logically know what the truth is. We see that, uh, the problem is what's under the surface and the growing awareness by higher ups in US military that uh, too many things, weird things are coming out of the ground. In national parks, of course some of which are having more territory closed off there have been disappearances, there have been many disappearances, this is a growing concern among the public and among uh, police forces of how many people go missing and uh, the numbers around the planet are growing uh, greater and greater. So, expect that some of the changes that will come about this year and next year will have phony excuses uh, uh, to hurt people in certain directions or to keep them out, isolated from others. And the forces will use uh, civil unrest or or some sort of toxicity, uh, some excuses to close down areas. It's easy to close down the Antarctic. How does one close off the Southwest if creatures are coming out of the ground. Mm-hmm. And this is not isolated to the US alone. South America, uh, there's many problems. Northern Canada, there are problems. China has been uh, developing a growing awareness uh, that its Western portions are honeycombed with the artifacts from ancient dynasties and so there is a concerted movement to push people off the land from the western and central regions of china and to push them further and further east you will see something similar occurring in this country it's already starting a bit with california Uh, and then there will be activated volcanic activity that may further serve to drive people out of certain land areas the larger picture involves uh, coming to terms not only with cosmic connections but what lies beneath your feet who else has a comment or a question this is sue sue welcome
3: thank you So is there any uh, certain criteria with the people who are disappearing from the national parks? Or is this, uh, randomly, are the people randomly chosen, or is there a pattern to their disappearances?
0: Most often they are younger people. Uh, An older person is not as tasty if they are being cannibalized, uh, nor are they as productive. Uh, in terms of a workforce. Uh, Some of the disappearances uh, can happen in terms of uh, like a sleeve of energy is laid down. You may call it a mini black hole. And a person can just be sort of slipped into, vacuumed up, so to speak. Uh, This is very frightening. And there are people now working on databases to start to create uh, comparisons as to how many people do go missing in the uh, forested regions. Uh, But there are people who, on street corners, walk the streets and go disappearing. This has always been here, this phenomena, but it's increased. And there's more poaching, so to speak, more interference. And of course, world governments are not about to let this out. Uh, the disappearing people are called amnesiacs or runaways uh, because they can't explain and they can't protect. And then this will set people crazy. So, you have a number of issues going on here. This greater prevalence of energetic anomalies, um, weakenings in the electromagnetic field, so to speak, where uh, a hole or time portal can open, uh, and the high ups of the world being very frustrated uh, being betrayed by deals that they have made with others of course they are betraying the people so of course they're going to create being betrayed It's difficult to find people who want to be in charge. Of course, Hillary thinks she uh, uh, it's more of an ego thing with her than it is anything else, but uh, no one's lining up in great droves to take on this very, very, very stressful position of being in charge of the USA, one of the premier countries in the world that is going to have uh, the most difficult time in the future. Now, there are warnings and there have been warnings and messages left all over the planet about the times that you are in prophecies as we've been talking about uh, uh, can be laid out uh, just as george uh, as an astrologer Or someone that's a numerologist uh, uh, can say, well, I can see with this divination system that uh, X, Y, and Z may occur in six months or a year, etc. And when you do this, George, and you say to someone, you know, next year uh, may be challenging for you. You're going to have Saturn come to your sun. Um, You say it with all confidence, yes. And it doesn't sound as if you are doing some kind of outrageous magic. You can say, well, look, I can see this pattern in this book, and you have legitimate reasons for saying these things, yes? Yes. As would any astrologer. Understand that the Anunnaki's make their own prophecies, deliver their prophecies, and deliver them in the same way George would deliver a prophecy to someone who would have Saturn coming to their son could create um, all kinds of things, depending upon how the person approached it. And so too it is with these prophecies. They are just extended outward, and because you don't live so long, it seems as if it's magical to have a prophecy delivered hundreds of years or thousands of years before its actualization. Well, not if you know how the game is run. And the point is this. What used to throw people in awe is now shrinking. And, and what used to be awe-inspiring and, and unexplainable is now coming down to common sense. If there are stories about black holes opening and these stories happen all over the planet, then there's a unifying factor. It is said that the ancient people warned of these black holes, and they would draw a sign that would indicate that black holes were prevalent or were being used. Who knows what the sign for a black hole would be, Sue? You have any idea? Spiral. Sue, you got a gold star. Oh, there. thank
3: you. <laughs>
0: you. Got that one. That was we gave you first choice on it, <laughs> and it was going to be uh, Michael and Stevie next. So you got your gold star. Don't start now thinking okay. that you're holding uh, totally <laughs> it over the <laughs> others. <laughs> But it was well deserved. It is the spiral. And you will see this spiral uh, in many places. Uh, You see the labyrinth, yes? Mm
2: -hmm.
0: And what is consistent with the labyrinth? Steve? Well, it's like a maze a maze, but with a labyrinth there's only one One way way to get in and out, yes? Right. And so one could say that the labyrinth and the maze would also be a sign and a symbol of ancient memory of these black holes, one way in and one way out. And if you didn't know what you were doing you could get lost. Now, it is possible that beings open up black holes in a forested region and a person simply walks into it and the person may sense a little bit of magic in the air a quickening of light a quickening of the molecules as if you could reach out and grab something that's not there and then boom Where do they go? You have stories of uh, Rip Van Winkle. Who knows the story of Rip Van Winkle? What happened to him?
3: He fell asleep for a hundred years. For a hundred years. Was it a hundred or twenty? I don't know. And then he awoke and everything was different.
0: And everything was different. Uh, One could say that was a sign of an abduction. He was taken then brought back. There are, in your histories, in your cartoons, in your myths, your legends, in your fairy tales, stories of what appears to be long ago, but it's not so long ago. It's your short age span that limits your ability to string events together and to expand your beliefs. And even the die-hard true believers, if they live long enough, they will change their beliefs. Because if you live long enough, you see, you start to see everything in a different light. Now, the energy of today and what's making people off balance, particularly mentally, is that, on a psychic level, everyone is psychic, you know this. Few people want to acknowledge it or admit it, they are afraid, they are embarrassed, or some people think they don't have it. Everyone has an inner radar. And what's happening today is the inner radar is feeling frightened. And lots of people say, well, what the heck? It's all going to blow up anyways. Because the inner radar is picking up on events that have not yet manifested. Events of great tumult, events where you do go into wars, and you start warring, not what's in the skies necessarily, but what's under your feet. And if you can't trust what's beneath the ground and what might, might pop out of the ground on some moonless night, like tonight, <laughs> then um, it becomes pretty scary to live on Earth, yes? Yes. Anything else, Sue?
3: Well, um, I had read a couple of... I have a book at home called Unexplained
0: Mysteries. Oh, goodness gracious.
3: And in there, there's a chapter on disappearances. Oh, right. And there's a couple in there from the like mid-1800s, where like one, a farmer's walking out to the field to get his, ca- his cows and his wife and child are sitting on the porch, and in front of their eyes- He disappears. He disappears.
0: Yes. This is from the 1800s. 1800s. Sue, so, people are swearing that this is again happening today, that They watch someone, and right before their eyes, they're gone. This is the example of, we said, the sleeve that is put down, and the person simply walks into that sleeve or that portal, or that the symbol would be the spiral, and it would be a mini black hole, and they they would simply disappear. Uh, This book you have, when was it written?
3: It was written in the early 90s, all right. and it was put out by Time Magazine.
0: Time Magazine, all right.
3: But also within reading other articles in there, they'll put some in there where like people have disappeared, but then reappeared years later also. And, and then they had another story about another farmer who had just disappeared in front of their neighbors. Like they waved to them, and as they're waving to them, the farmer disappears.
0: How did you feel when you read those accounts?
3: Well, <clears throat> when I read those, I went...
0: Was it night or day?
3: It was in the daytime, or oh, when I read them? Yes. <laughs> Sometimes at night I read it, and so
0: I think, I, I go, hmm. I'm not going outside tonight. I'm not going outside <laughs>
3: tonight. <laughs> well, and, and um, it made me think, like, this is, has been happening even before now, but it's been kept quiet.
0: Yes, so again, an unexplained mystery can be explained when one moves uh, one's perception uh, away from the Earth a bit and says, hmm, it's been going on in this country and this country and in the 1800s and it's currently happening. Well then, this is not some unexplained phenomena. This is very explainable, something that lives a long time and watches Earth is abducting people.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Sometimes people are put back. Sometimes they are not. Uh, the modern flurry over the last, let's say, 30 years has been uh, with abductions. People literally finding themselves uh, in in an abducted scenario uh, facing uh, creatures. Some of them say they feel like they were at the bar in Star Wars. Yes. Well, that uh, scene of the bar in Star Wars was not uh, uh, contrived by special effects. Certainly, special effects made it, but uh, there were instructions. And uh, today, your your film industry, your movies, all of your entertainment is depicting what's going on uh, in these uh, uh, mysteries uh, uh, that are uh, plaguing humankind. What else, Sue?
3: Um, oh, I had another thought, but uh, it, it left my mind
0: right now. Alright, let's discuss. Uh, have you been out west, Sue?
3: Yes, I went to um, the gold mining country, North San Juan.
0: North San Juan, alright. Now And Excuse me,
3: please. I have been to um, Utah, Zion National Park, well, right. and Arizona.
0: Alright, that's what we were after, the, the Utah and Arizona. There are multiple petroglyphs. Petroglyphs are carvings in rocks, and there are multiple petroglyphs depicting a very large being, often just large, with sort of antenna shoots or antenna coming out of the head more indicating a big brain, you understand, Mm -hmm. or lots of mental power. Remember, the glyphs were painted or, 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 or etched in to depict a message in the simplest way that could cross time. And then next to the giant would be a spiral. And this spiral, you find this all over the petroglyphs. You look up books, you look, at, look in things, you start to look, you'll find this. This is an indicator that large beings utilize a space-time continuum that is like a whirlwind, a spiral, and that they can swirl energy and move through time. Remember, when you are looking at symbols, symbols work between the dimensions. Words, the written language, of course, it's a symbol for a sound, but, and the sound works between the dimensions, but the meaning of the sound varies. If you are in Hollywood and you say, look, there goes a star, it has one meaning. If you are out in Sue's backyard and you say, look at the sky, there goes a star, There's another meaning. So meaning is different than the sound. And when you are talking about pictures, pictures are interdimensional. Uh, This is why they were uh, made. We talked to you a number of classes ago about the power of the platonic solids and how uh, these solids were given to Plato because they represented structures that worked between dimensions, not just uh, third dimension. And the Anunnaki being builders, being that is one of their great fortes, and have created races of giants to, to fulfill their building for them, or let's say races of construction workers. Imagine you are a builder. Michael, you are a builder, yes? Yes. Good. So imagine you are some big builder, and uh, you have a big design, and you need uh, the right workforce to carry it out. So you put in a work order and you say, send me uh, 100 uh, construction workers that are between 20 and 25 feet tall. And um, I will provide the food for them, And I will like them for, uh, let's say, one Earth year, two Earth years, something like this. You can conceive of this, yes? Yes. As a builder, your job, whether it is to build a house, a garage, or or, or a high-rise crane building, would be to put it all together, to make certain that the materials are there, and the people that have the right instructions to take the materials and to carry out the plans. This is pure Anunnaki at its roots. So there's your connection to the Anunnaki, Michael. You understand some ancient buildings, and it would do you, uh, uh, your mind, uh, some good to look at some books, perhaps, uh, that have some of these uh, large planetary structures in them, and to see if you can tap into your connection to them, or even to manage a few visits in the next year or two, would really light up the, your circuitry. Do you have a question, Michael?
1: No. no it's just, uh, I, I looked at Sue because uh, I have a desire to go to these places.
0: <laughs> Good! It is because Y- you have the connection from long ago to be in charge of some of these projects. And that we will leave as an enigma for you to unfold. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we give you clues, but we can't do all your thinking for you. All right, we're getting some good discussion going here. Who has insight, to comment?
2: <laughs> Please, this is Steve.
0: Yes, Steve. Welcome.
2: Thank you. Um, also wanted to follow up on the mini black
0: holes. The mini black holes, yes.
2: Is it possible for humans, Terrence, to create one?
0: The louder, is it possible? Is it
2: possible for a Terrence to create a mini black hole to disappear? I've heard stories about some of the Native American Indians who have that capability.
0: Oh, well, the Native peoples are, are a little bit different than other humans because of their DNA and because of their long association uh, and their great uh, oath-taking to keep silent about many, many things. So in today's world, m- many native peoples, majority of them, have lost their, the, the understanding of the old ways. But there are those. There are those. are being initiated and many who will pass the initiations and there are some who still have the magic absolutely just as you go to China and you work with some qigong masters and uh, they say here watch this let me have that paper they started on fire just like that so of course all these things are possible What else, Steve? I think that's it for
1: now,
0: I'll pass. I think somebody else had a question. All
1: right, who has a question? This is Jim.
0: Joe, welcome. Jim. Who is it? Oh, Jim. Jim,
1: Jim, welcome. I'm curious about Shambhala under Tibet. We're talking about underground places. Um, I recently had a life reading and was told that I lived in Tibet and didn't live in Shambhala, but people from Shambhala came up and visited me and then took me for a visit. And uh, all my life I've been curious about and followed Nicholas Rorick and whatnot. And I, so it's interesting. I kind of related, it, sort of rung a bell that this might be true when I have this life reading. And
0: well listen, when someone gives you a reading and they, you get the, the doorbell rung, of course it is then part of a clue given to you to enhance your further understanding of let's say, many lives. So, you want to know about Shambhala.
1: Right. Kind of in relation to our discussion now, too, there seems to be there's some good parts of the underground and some bad parts.
0: Absolutely, and the same can be said on the surface and in the heavens. There are forces on all three levels that want to work with you, that want to work against you, and some who are just not engaged. All right, remember that. Now, Shambhala is considered to be a mythical city <clears throat> and all kinds of people have gone looking for it. You mentioned Nicholas Rook.
1: Right, a uh, painter from Russia.
0: Yes, and what was his interest?
1: He, he was specifically looking for Shambhala and there's a painting that he did called The Burning of Darkness. It appears that they're coming out of a tunnel in the Himalayas with something, they're holding something, and it's turning everything kind of purple-blue. The, the entire painting is purple blue blue. Uh, it looks like it's the people from Chambala coming out with him. So he might have actually found these people. I'm not sure. He never really said.
0: It appears that he did find something, and the closest he was permitted to reveal it was in a painting. In other words, he was sworn never to say a word. (laughs) And he presented something to make people question he did not present things as they were in exactitude that would be a betrayal of what he found and he was let's say rewarded for his search after after being tested many 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 times now you have heard of a story called journey to the center of the earth by Jules Verne, yes. And there are all manner of stories everywhere about people taking boat rides up to the Arctic region, uh, people going into caves and and finding tunnel systems that move downward. Uh, Our vehicle was mentioning to you earlier about the uh, Lhasa, the capital of Tibet. Uh, which is uh, an autonomous region of China, and the Chinese have been battling over Tibet for a long, long time. They refuse to let the Dalai Lama back in, and uh, the Chinese want control over the inner regions. Uh, Shambhala, uh, let's say, is uh, one of these portal openings. It is not specifically deemed to a physical location. Yes, it has a coordinate point, but the geography around that coordinate point can be completely changed as to camouflage uh, the opening. This is why uh, it is said that uh, only with the right energy, the right tools, the right consciousness, the right vibration, does one find the opening? And of course, uh, beings around these openings watch them all the time, they watch to see uh, who's coming. Um, Sometimes the beings inside the earth, the guards, so to speak, up there, uh, are highly psychic. Uh, Sometimes they put highly ferocious beings uh, to guard, such as one of the uh, ferocious giants that was captured, uh, we believe, in Afghanistan. Your personal connection is that you have been inside the earth. You have been in Tibet. You have been down into the inner workings. You have been a monk. Many times has that's those sort of mysteries sucked you in by interest lifetime after lifetime this lifetime is a little bit different for you Jim Uh, you are to be a regular person so to speak uh, out and about in the world uh, having a regular job and challenges to integrate all of this Uh, you too would benefit from some sort of travel uh, to one of these places or at least to see uh, some film depiction of it may start to fire off your DNA. You know, a campfire is a wonderful way to activate your inner insight It's one thing to have a fire in the fireplace inside in winter or to heat the house with a wood stove, but to gather outside at night and to ground the space in and to gather with friends over a fire to chat, to talk, to put things together, really activates opening of certain data inside watching television the little devices it stimulates so much that the mind becomes overwhelmed and it closes down your perceptions and this is just a hint for michael and jim a little bit of campfire gazing uh, with some friends and good discussion uh, can fire your awareness uh, to brand new levels now we heard the beep, a beep so Did you have anything else you wanted to ask us, Jim? That was my
1: next question, was how to remember past lives, and I think you answered that quite
0: well. Good. (laughs) That will help you. Uh, But also, as we read your vibration, Michael and Jim, you are sort of both ready to go to some place new. You're ready to pop. You've got a lot of data, and your mind says, come on, come on. Regressions? If you find a good regression therapist, the investment in the regression can last you for years and years and years and years all right understand this this year 2015 more and more people have to become more psychic it's not as if you have a choice it's in the air you have to know more of your past lives you are being compelled from the inside to go to a whole new level of operating to accept it and then it will answer many of the questions that have been roaming around in your life this life for many of you is the lifetime out of thousands of them this lifetime is it so hang in there have a good time And uh, we'll continue to tease you and to inform you and to be your pals in the cosmos. Uh, Take your recess and we'll continue with part two of this afternoon's discussion.